here we go for the evening ride. Headwind tonight, of course. It's definitely overcast. I would say it's mostly cloudy. I figured this time of night the wind would die down, but it hasn't. I just looked at the flag by the post office and it's billowing right out there. Coming up underneath Interstate 581. Looks like I might get the light to cross Williamson Road, which you never get, and I got it. I might have gotten that one time all last year. Well, maybe it's a better day than I thought. Now I'm riding behind the Hotel Roanoke on Wells Avenue. Hotel Roanoke's on my left. This is be the back entrance to the conference center. And the wind is blowing right at me. Crossing over the bridge on the edge of downtown. I play a little game with a red light here at the bottom of the bridge and it just turned green. So if I have to, should be able to just tear down this hill and catch it green, which I did. And so now I'm taking a right, turning to go directly in front of City Hall for the City Municipal Building, the Noel C. Taylor Municipal Building. I remember covering Noel Taylor when he was mayor. I'm here on the Roanoke River Greenway now. I've already been riding almost 10 miles. I've just left Wasina Park, gone through Smith Park, and now I am headed towards the other great landmark, the wastewater treatment plant. Yay me. The redbud trees are out in all their glory. It's beautiful. But it is a very overcast night and pretty windy. And I felt the headwind a lot. So I would say right now I'm in a sheltered area. I'm looking at the river. There's a flat section with no rapids and I'm not seeing any ripples on the water, which would tell me that there's no wind. I'll take this time to tell you, this is about my fourth ride on my new carbon wheels. They are Roval C38s. That's the specialized house brand. My wife has them on her bike, which came standard with them. And hers is a specialized Athos, super light. And it's a great bike. My bike is a Pinarello Prince 2020 orange and black. But it, it 
one of the things about this bike, it came with the DI2 Altegra package and the awesome frame with all the aero stuff, but probably when they tried to hit their price point, the place they compromised was on the wheels. There were Fulcrum 5 wheels. Nothing wrong with those, but they're not really performance oriented. They're not super light, they're aluminum rims. Never had any trouble with them, still got them. I'll still ride them. But I wanted, I wanted to lighten the bike up a little bit. And I wanted that acceleration and hill climbing that comes with lighter carbon wheels. And these also have a pretty deep dish on the rim. So I have noticed when I get in a crosswind, you can really feel it. So the question is, is do these fancy wheels really make a difference? You know, are they a game changer? And I haven't ridden enough to know. I haven't climbed enough. Still just getting my legs for the season. So I haven't really pushed them in an environment where they would be super helpful. And I can feel the difference. I feel a little bit faster. By the way, I'm at the water treatment plant. Feel a little bit faster. I pick the bike up, I feel a little bit of difference. But lighter wheels, and I don't think it would matter if it was these wheels or any other wheels, so far not a huge, not a complete game changer for me. But like tonight, I'm riding in such a headwind that everything feels hard. I don't know if you can hear that right now, but it's bad. So I need to go out and give them a test where I can kind of pop it, you know, and let things fly. From the guy in a hot rod. Okay. Backed out of his driveway and stopped. I thought he was going to want to race me. Uh, I don't know what that would prove. I'm going 12 miles an hour up a hill. Anyway, so let me get some miles on my legs for the summer and I can give a better report on these wheels. So right now I'm going to describe, unfortunately the difference is marginal, but I'll need to go out and do some extended climbs in the mountains around here, especially after I've gotten used to that. Here comes my hot rod. And then I'll tell you. I would hope that I'd get on this bike and it would feel so light, I would just be like, woo, why didn't I do this two years ago? But now I'm kinda in the camp where, like, okay, that's nice. That's nice, they ride well, they feel good. I also went from 25 wide tires to 28s, and that's making it more comfortable. Time for a water break. Nice sign right here about the water cycle placed by Roanoke Parks and Rec and the Kiwanis Club. By the way, right in front of me is a bike repair station set into concrete with all the wrenches and an air pump and all that. And Visit Virginia's Blue Ridge worked with 
local hospital, Carillion Clinic, sponsored these and we put them in all along the Greenway. So now I am headed back along the Greenway with the river on my right. I've got to tell you, the gnats are out tonight. It's awful. It's not that warm and the wind's blowing, which you'd think would keep them at home or disperse them, but it's like riding through rain right now. They're just bouncing off my jersey right and left. You call them gnats. Dan, that's another thing. I know there's a lot of bugs in the woods. But I've never been mountain biking and run into clouds and clouds of gnats before. I'm sure they're there. They're probably what I would call midges, which are born in the water. You know, they, they live in the water most of their lives as nymphs and they come to the surface and they hatch they mate and they die but when they're in those clouds that's when they're a pain in the butt so as a fly fisherman i would call those midges everybody else would probably just say gnats local people sit on their porches around here in the evenings don't like them we interviewed one guy and he called them midges the midges are out tonight Actually, we did a story on the problem with the, the midges along the river. People wanted to do something about it, but I don't know what you can do. I'm going into a headwind again. I'm normally going 20 miles an hour here. I'm fighting for 15. Doesn't matter. I'll look at the red buds. So it's starting to get dark. I started the ride about 7 o'clock. I've been riding for... 50 minutes, 5-0, so pushing 8 o'clock. This is the ride that I do between the 6 and the 11 o'clock news in the summer months. I get off the news at 6.30. We tape a couple of promotional things that will run later in the evening or on Alexa. And then I change in the bathroom at the TV station and get on my bike in the parking lot and I head out and ride. I usually run to treat myself to Chipotle where I get a chicken salad with white rice, black beans and guac and mild salsa and a bag of chips. Can you hear the helicopter going over me? Probably the medevac headed back to Carillion. I gotta tell you that these nights where I do these rides are by far my best, I hate to call it performances, because I don't think that's what you're doing when you're doing the news. You're not performing per se, but you are sitting in a studio with fancy lights and fancy cameras and a script and yes, makeup and a coat and tie and you're telling people the news. and. There's a difference between when you're feeling up and feeling great, you got those endorphins rolling, which I typically still do at 11 o'clock, or when it's just an average night, you've had dinner, filled a little time, gone back, sat down at your desk, waited for the 11 o'clock news to get there and then do it. This is better. And I'm still back with plenty of time to assist with the preparation of the newscast is part of my job responsibility. I always wondered 
if people would be surprised to know when they watch the news that I had been out riding 20 miles on my dinner break. Well, that's what I do. I do a lot of community service work. So it's not unusual for me, my capacity as a ambassador for the station to be at board meetings, like for visit VBR, or committee meetings, or working on the Rider Up podcast, which is part of the Visit VBR umbrella, which you're listening to right now. So we, you know, it takes time. You don't just open the mic and start talking. You gotta find guests. You gotta figure out what the topics are gonna be. You gotta research the topics. And then you go and sit down and actually do the podcast. And I love every aspect of all of that. Don't get me wrong. But that's stuff that I'm doing typically starting 10 o'clock in the morning and then working my way through the end of the 11 o'clock news at night. And everything I do, I have a passion for and I love. But I also feel like it enables me to say, hey, in summer months, two or three nights a week, and the schedule and the weather permit, I'm gonna go ride my bike. Coming on your left. So it's getting on toward darkness now. Let's call this uh, somewhere between dusk and twilight. How about that? I can still see the pink on the trees without a light on them, but not much. The sunset quite a while ago. So right now I'm running my blinking red light on the back and my blinking headlight on the front and this isn't so I can see it so people can see me by the way I'm looking up to my left and I'm seeing the Roanoke Star looking right down on me from the top of Mill Mountain and I'll be riding up there starting soon trying to get these legs more interested in climbing and what I'll do is I've got two lights on the bike one is turned off and one is blinking and when I need it, I'll turn on the other one just to have a constant beam of work as a headlight. So that'll help me see. But I'll keep the other one blinking because I think that's way more noticeable to oncoming people, cars, mopeds, scooters, what have you. I'm coming back up on the greenway towards Roanoke Memorial Hospital. It's basically right in front of me slightly to my left, climbing up a little hill here on the greenway, problem, so now the parking garage is on my left, hospital's in front of me, I'm going to do a little jag to the right, and I'll be leaving the hospital behind me, passing under the footbridge, where employees go to their cars, big cranes out there, they're building an addition onto the hospital, couple of tight turns, past a little memorial garden, underneath a little bridge, and now I'm coming out with the soccer fields on my left, the river on my right. So Dan, here's the thing. You say, why ride your road bike? Well, 
can tell you right now that I would rather be here riding my bike than anywhere. Actually, I'd rather be riding my bike anywhere than be anywhere. And I can do this on my road bike, get some miles in, get some fitness, so I can do longer rides with my friends on the weekend, say 50 miles for the occasional special event, do up to a century. I'm getting my fitness, I'm losing some weight, I'm burning calories. I definitely have the wind in my face. Feels good. And some of these things you see in the city, yeah, it's not so much about the nature, but you do see interesting people. You do see, you know, there's lots of little things going on around the hospital. Crossed the river several times here. Coming on your left. Thank you. Hey, pup. Lady walking her dog. First time I've ridden back-to-back -back days since the weather broke. My schedule is busy. And I'm, I can only handle so much riding, I think, before it's either no fun or my body breaks down. But it's only the summer. I try to do 100 miles a week. Sometimes I'll ride five or six hundred miles in a month, but that's pretty rare. But during the winter, which I would define as November, December, January, and February, I'll do some mountain bike rides, but a long mountain bike ride, a couple hours, could be just 12 or 14 miles, so the miles don't add up, even though the time, you're putting the time in. Um, but mostly I'll ride the Peloton, or if the weather isn't terrible, and the trails aren't wet so you're damaging them I'll go ride the mountain bike and I try to do 25 miles a week in the winter which is kind of like nothing I just had a bat following me that's kind of cool do you get that in the woods Dan? he's flying right along beside me never had a bat do that before but it definitely was a bat it's still there I must be eating the midges. So, anyways, this is back-to-back -back days of 20 miles. Yesterday I had quite a few hills. I rode with my wife, and it was a good ride. We had planned on riding our gravel bikes on the Greenbrier River Trail in West Virginia. We were over there for an event with work, and that's what we often do at events held every year at this time. But it was only 30 degrees in the morning, and we didn't have the luxury of staying later till it warmed up, because we had to get home to celebrate a birthday with the family. So we came home and rode, which I just figured we'd can it, but we did, we went out and rode, we got 20 miles in. So now, riding tonight, nice flat ride on the Greenway, just kind of taking the legs that are just slightly tired and saying, okay, well you got to do more. And then tomorrow, we're supposed to have a really rare 
80 degree day for this time of year. And if that works out, I'm going to ride again. So that'll be 60 miles in three days. When you compare that to a base of 25 miles in a whole week on the Peloton, doing you know doing a class, a hit class, or sometimes I'll just turn it on and pedal for an hour and listen to a book, which is you know <laughs> not a hard workout, but and I'll average 15 miles an hour doing that which is pretty similar to what I do out here on this ride probably a little less tonight with that headwind oh my god I'm going so slow coming back Let's see what I've got okay, I've got 15.1 right now miles an hour so not terrible from here back to the news station is all city traffic lights stop signs and if things go my way, I can hopefully keep it out of above 15 from here back to the car, but not always up to me. I'm going to be going over the Wasina Bridge here in a minute, and it's a pretty significant uphill. I will not be able to do 15. I'm going to lose some average speed. This sucker always costs me. And when you get to the top, it doesn't go downhill the other side, it just flattens out. So, it's not like you get it back. Pretty hard effort. Was rewarded with a whopping 10 miles an hour. Coming into Old Southwest. A little section here where there's no real bike lane. And it scares me. Now I'm in the bike lane. I'm good. I now have both lights working. And a light turned green. Here goes John. Click. going under the little underpass that connected the various parts of the Roanoke Times back in the day. Got a green light. Climbing another bridge. This won't go well for the average speed. Standing up. Turning down behind the Hotel Roanoke. Nice little fragile downhill. Should get me back a little towards my average speed, which Dan is very important to our road cyclists. Us road cyclists, you know. And stopping at a red light. Right here at Williamson Road and Wells. When I cross over, I'll be on Kimball. 
which will take me back to the news station. And usually, after I get up a little hill at the front, I can go pretty fast. I don't ride for average speed. That's not what I set out to do when I leave. But, if I'm getting near the end and I look down and I see, oh, I'm at 14.9, well, I'll just play with it and see if I can't make it 15. And if I'm at 15.1, I'll play with it and make sure that I don't drop below 15. And again, it's more about just seeing if you can push yourself in that last little bit or play with the numbers. Well, I'm looking at the beautiful scenery here of a construction zone, uh, interstate, a Domino's Pizza, the back parking lot of the Hotel Roanoke, and actually to my left is a nice fountain. So I got that going for me. Just like being in the woods, Dan. Here we go. I got... Oh, those legs are tight. I'm crossing under the interstate. Can you hear the echo? Okay, coming up a hill behind the TV station, back into the headwind. Struggling for 11 miles an hour. The average speed up to 15.2, but I don't know if I can keep it for the next 200 yards. Coming back to the TV station, and I'm at the gate. Let's see what we got. Auto paused, and 15.2. Save. All right. Well, that's pretty good. Okay, and we will call that a ride. Thanks for listening.